You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. Hey guys, it's Kelly K. Walker, the queen of manifesting. And I have a special episode for you today, but I want to start with a disclaimer. I am not a medical professional in any way. I am sharing my experience that I went through, and it, this is in no way medical advice, diagnosis, anything. So our topic today is manifesting a pregnancy. And the reason I am addressing this today is because I have had some questions on TikTok about uh, how do you manifest a pregnancy? And I thought, wow, that's a great uh, idea for a podcast episode because, you know, TikTok is so short. Podcasts, I can talk as long as I need to. So that's what we're going to talk about today because I've been through it. I went through many years of infertility and finally... Um, miraculously and unexpectedly getting pregnant. So we are going to talk about that, how it happened, and how maybe you could also make it happen. So when I was growing up, I wanted to be a mom more than anything. I loved babies. When my uh, sisters played they played Barbies and they had their Barbies have big, huge parties and fight over Ken. I had no interest in that. I wanted to play baby stuff. I wanted to have baby dolls. I um, wanted to be a mom. So I had like toy iron and ironing board and an easy bake oven. And so my uh, time was often spent cooking inedible food in my easy bake oven which I loved doing, but it was always so sad that it turned out disgusting. So as soon as I was old enough, I started to babysit. Anybody in my neighborhood or at my mom's work or at church that had a baby, I was there. I was on it. I was ready to go. And so I did get to babysit a lot, and I loved it so much. I just couldn't get enough baby time in my life. So I couldn't wait to grow up and start having babies. Well, when I was 12, I got hit by the puberty train or the puberty Mack truck, more like. And I remember when I was in sixth grade, I started my period and I was wearing pink jeans, very tight pink jeans. And so the red was very visible, very noticed And by the end of recess that day, the entire class knew about it and was looking and pointing. And I wanted to be swallowed up by the earth in shame. I also, that year, went from no breasts to a double D. And I was both fascinated and horrified by these new magical appendages that attracted the attention of every boy anywhere I went. And even several grown men, too, which totally grossed me out. So I started getting stared at, whistled at, 
even groped, called names, propositioned, and ogled at every turn. I was starting to think my body was a monster and was not very happy with what things that were going on. In 10th grade, I tried out for cheerleader and I made it onto the squad. And on game days, we would wear our uniforms to school all day. And so one day when we were all in our uniforms, I went to go sit down in one of my classes And just as I did, the boy behind me stuck his hand out really quickly, palm up in my seat just as I landed in it. Well, yeah, so he grabbed my lady parts and I bounced out of that chair so fast and he couldn't understand why I was so mad about that. And it just felt like my body started to not be my own anymore. People felt like they could do or say anything they wanted to or about my body and it was okay. And so I started to have some pretty serious issues with my body. So from about age 12 to 16, my body felt like it was betraying me more and more often. It was definitely attracting a kind of attention that I was not comfortable with at all. And I started to fear and resent my body for it. And then the fear of so much unwanted sexual attention built up over time. And I got to the point where I was afraid of men in general. So one of the ways I subconsciously dealt with that fear was to gain weight. Well, by the time I was 18... I had manifested a bizarre set of circumstances that caused an alarmingly fast weight gain. My hormone levels had gone completely crazy. And after one period that lasted for six months, nonstop heavy bleeding, huge clots, my gynecologist put me on steroids. 12 months on steroids. Well, of course, I gained weight. I gained nearly 100 pounds. And at my high school graduation, my little five foot three body now weighed in at a whopping 220. The unwanted attention had definitely stopped, or at least slowed down drastically. But now I had a new problem. I had developed polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is further betrayal from my body because. What I wanted more than anything was a baby. And when you have PCOS, it can be nearly impossible to conceive. Different people have different symptoms and problems with PCOS. But a common one is that you can't have a baby because your, uh, what's it called? Your cycle is so unpredictable that you don't know when you are ovulating, when you're fertile. So it was a nightmare. More and more reasons to resent my body. So I went off to college. I didn't date much since I was the fat girl in the room. So I tried losing weight in college, but I just ended up staying the same and actually got shamed when I would exercise I used to ride my bike around campus and 
I would get comments all the time on being fat. And I was like, but I'm outside exercising to not be fat. I don't understand people. More reasons to be mad at my body. My body was causing me all of this emotional, social pain. And I just felt like it was always working against me. So I got more frustrated with it, more upset, and more confused why my body wouldn't work right. So when I was out of college, I graduated and I got an amazing job that I loved. And I started thinking, well, am I ever going to be dateable again? I guess I need to go on a diet and do something or I'm going to be alone and babyless for the rest of my life. So I started going hardcore on on fitness. I worked out every day after work for an hour and um, I ate salad for dinner every single day. Well, it worked. I got all the way down to 170 and I was feeling very healthy and happy with my appearance and then finally, I met I met a guy through a friend, and this guy, he was the one. Unfortunately, he lived in Utah, and I lived in Kansas. And we met when I was in California for a graphic design convention. But within a year, we were married, and I had moved to Utah, and we were ready to experience the adventures of married life together. Well, we didn't want to get pregnant right away, so... I stayed on birth control for, I don't know, maybe a year or two. And then we decided it was time to start having those babies. But with PCOS, since you never know when you're ovulating, it's really hard to use the timing method. Um, but we tried anyway. And after several years of trying and zero pregnancies, we started to get worried. I went to a few different specialists and I ended up on fertility drugs. Still, never worked. I was buying pregnancy tests in bulk by this point, you guys, and going through them pretty quickly. I would take probably at least every two weeks, I would take a pregnancy test. But my body was so confusing and so uncooperative and so unpredictable. I just got more and more upset with it and started to get really upset about being infertile. Oh, going to church. Going to church was the worst for me. Apparently, all the women who went to my church could get pregnant if their husbands looked at them sideways. And so every week there was a new baby being oohed and awed over. Seeing all of these women with newborns was unbearable to me. And I went home in hysterical tears almost every Sunday. I regularly found myself wondering... What was wrong with me? Does God know I will be such a horrible mother that he won't let me get pregnant? Is my body so dysfunctional that it will never let me get pregnant? Am I just going to age out and hit menopause while I'm trying all the treatments and end up to be childless forever? Why would my body do this to me when all I have ever wanted was to have a baby? Well, as the months and then years passed, 
I began to focus entirely on my infertility. I was always sad about it, or angry about it, or impatient, or resentful, or ashamed. I was filled with only negativity about infertility, and I let it overshadow any of the good in my life. I was feeding the sadness so thoroughly that it had no option but to grow. I was manifesting infertility year after year, but I didn't know it. I didn't know about mindset and focus and self-talk back then. The amount of energy I put into mourning my lack of a baby guaranteed that I would never have a baby. Well, eventually, I got to the age where a pregnancy was becoming too high risk because of my age and my health issues. We had tried and tried and failed and failed, and we were so broken and exhausted. My husband wanted a huge family with lots of kids, and I at least wanted two so they could play together. Our utter failure at doing what we wanted most was devastating for us, and finally, we just couldn't do it anymore. I was 38 years old when we decided to stop the treatments. We let go of our dreams of a big family and resigned ourselves to being that fun, childless couple who gets to travel anywhere they want because they have total freedom and lots of income. In fact, we booked a trip to Mexico to spend a week in Puerto Vallarta with with some of our friends and also, at the same time, decided to quit my job. Uh, we, oh man, we got a new department head over us and for some reason he hated us and I couldn't understand it, but the work environment became so toxic and stressful. I just couldn't go to work anymore. So I found a new job (coughs) and it looked like it would be super fun and super happy. So on the day I left for Mexico. I also gave my two weeks notice and knew that when I came home, I would get to start my fun new job. And I was so excited. So we go to Mexico, we spend a week on the beach. It was so relaxing and so fun. And we were unburdened from the infertility sadness. We didn't think about it at all because we had decided to give up. So it was literally one of the funnest weeks of my entire life. So we come home. I start my new job. I love it. It's so fun. The people are there are the best ever. And within a month, I was pregnant. No fertility treatments. No trying. No looking at calendars. No taking ovulation tests. We had stopped trying and boom, pregnant. Now, I believe it was simply due to the fact that I first relieved the stress of my life and two, stopped manifesting infertility. Well, it was a rough pregnancy, you guys. I had so many complications There was strict bed rest and dozens of hospital visits. 
But finally, I gave birth to my sweet, sensitive, musical genius of a son who made it until week 36. He did awesome. (laughs) Now he is 16 years old, and I love him more than words can describe. I stopped manifesting infertility because I stopped focusing on infertility. As soon as I stopped, my body was able to function normally without the mandate to be infertile coming from my constant negative emotions. I stopped being infertile because I stopped manifesting infertility. I'm not saying that if you're having trouble getting pregnant, that you are also manifesting infertility. But I do invite you to look at where your thoughts and emotions are. Do you spend time regularly feeling sad, resentful, angry, left out, ashamed, and inadequate because you can't conceive? What you focus on grows. So check where your focus is. As a woman who has been through this, I can say that sometimes the simplest way to manifest a pregnancy is to stop manifesting infertility. Let go of the anger towards your body. Because if you're like me, your body has felt like it has been your biggest enemy. It has felt like your biggest betrayer. So you probably have a lot of resentment built up towards it for not functioning properly. And shame that you can't even do the most natural thing a woman can do. And all the other negative judgments you have set upon yourself. Your body does exactly what you subconsciously need it to do. So forgiveness is a huge part of this process. Forgive yourself for manifesting your pain and fears. Forgive your body for everything you have hated it for. Forgive your higher power for not coming in and saving you and getting all of your obstacles out of the way. Forgive your unborn child for not showing up. Forgive everything and everyone involved and let go of the negativity. Now, when, once you create a void where you've get, gotten rid of all that negativity, you've got to replace it with something. Otherwise, the ne- negativity could come right back. So consciously replace it with love and positivity. Your body is a miracle and has done everything for you your whole life. You get to be friends with it and you get to appreciate it for all the things it allows you to accomplish every day. I wrote some beautiful affirmations for a client that I would like to share with you guys. If you are struggling with infertility, Try these affirmations to bring love and acceptance into your life instead of all the negativity you're probably feeling now. Repeat them daily, and if you can, do this many times each day. Look at yourself in the mirror while saying them to give the words more power. Type them up and print them out, and then post them around your house. Make the words part of your core, and they will come to pass for you. 
They are designed for those of you who are feeling betrayed by your body for not working the way you want it to. So if this is what you're feeling, these affirmations will be amazing for you. Oh, and by the way, um, the person I wrote these for did get pregnant. And so uh, I'm saying, yeah, it can work for you if you... If you let it, it will work for you. If you stop manifesting infertility, you could very well manifest a pregnancy. So here are the affirmations that I actually know work now because she did get pregnant. I am so grateful for this miracle of a body that allows me to experience this world, walk and bend and stretch, eat and drink and smell all the foods, flowers, herbs, and rain. I love that with this body, I can laugh, cry, sleep, feel the breeze, see the sky, hear the birds, lift my voice to sing and speak my thoughts out loud. I love my body unconditionally for all the things it has done for me and for all the things it will yet do for me. I am patient with it. And with the Lord's timing or my higher power's timing, I prepare this body the best I can so it is ready to create a new life within it when the time comes. And whatever the outcome, I am blessed with greater health, stamina, and connection with myself as I love and nurture this amazing body I was given. I remember every day to express gratitude for it because it is the greatest gift I have ever been given. Ooh, those are good ones. So use those affirmations to help forgive your body, love it, and start attracting a pregnancy instead of manifesting infertility. Thank you guys for listening to this special episode of the Queen of Manifesting podcast. I would love to hear from you if you have experienced anything like I have and how you have dealt with it. If you want to learn more about manifesting your goals, please check out my best-selling book, The Drive-Through Method of Manifesting, the six-step formula to getting anything you want. You can get it in paperback and Kindle if you just search it on Amazon, or if you want a signed copy, head over to my website, thequeenofmanifesting.com, and you can order it right from the front page. And if you enjoy my podcast and want to help me keep making more episodes, please consider subscribing to my podcast Patreon. I have three tiers of membership that include all sorts of goodies and perks, for as little as $5 a month. And there are some amazing extras for my $20 a month queen level patrons. So check out the goodies included with all three tiers at www.patreon.com forward slash the queen of manifesting. And as always, you are invited to my free Facebook group for small business owners and entrepreneurs that want to manifest more influence, clients, and income. So head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash manifesting influence to join today. 
But be sure to answer the membership questions or your join request will be denied. And on a final note, I just want you guys to know I have a new podcast schedule. So look for new episodes every Monday now, which is designed to fit into my Monday morning manifesting structure. So start your week off right with a new episode every Monday morning. Thanks again for listening and I love you guys. I love sharing my journey with you. And please contact me anytime. Kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com. All right. uh, I will see you guys next Monday then. Have a great week. Bye.